Welcome to Blaze Health Podcast, an interactive space for the Black community and allies to learn about mental health and holistic wellness techniques. Get ready to illuminate your mind. Health Podcast, Tyler Ignition. We here. We here. Latino, you can't get in there. No, you can't. All right, all right, all right, y'all. We made it. It's the first ever episode of the Blaze Health Podcast, y'all. First episode. I know it took a little minute, but y'all, I was getting myself together because if you didn't know, I've been living under a rock these days, but it's okay. We are here. That's on period, you know. <laughs> but yes, welcome, welcome. If you're listening to this, thank you for listening. Shout out to you because your support means so much to me and it's only going to help propel this journey and create something beautiful. So thank you for listening. That's already dope that you're listening, period. Next, I want to give a special shout out to Young People for YP4 Fellowship. This fellowship was literally one of the best things I've ever done in my life till this day, till this day, till this day, till this day. Young People 4 YP4 is a social justice incubator. They provide lifelong social justice leadership training to unlock the potential of young people who are historically left out of opportunities. We are a national network that centers brown, black, indigenous, disabled, and LGBTQ plus leaders in education, media, politics, business, government, and everywhere, all sectors. We're all about intersectionality. We're all about centering marginalized voices. We're all about that advocacy, period. And I just wanna give this special shout out because if it wasn't for, for them pouring into me, we, would, <laughs> we wouldn't be here. We really wouldn't. They helped me literally create my blueprint for social justice and, and plan out my vision for this podcast. So thank you, YP4, for this family, for this community. Shout out to 2019. We the best class to ever do it, period. You already know what I'm talking about. You already know what I'm saying. Next, I want to shout out all of my friends and family who literally supported my vision for having a podcast one day. Like, y'all literally, y'all be hyping me up, dog. Like, Amber, I love your voice. Amber, you'd be great for radio, podcast, this, that, the third, this, left, right, up, down, side, side. And like, you know, at times I would shy away from it because I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. But Thank y'all for pouring that validation into me and, and seeing things in me because we here, baby. And that's on period. And this is Blaze Health. And you're going to illuminate your mind. And we're going to destigmatize mental health. And that's on period. Poo. So, yes, thank you all because it means a lot. All right, y'all. So, I'm going to reset the room. Just kidding. This is not Clubhouse. But I realized I did not introduce myself. So, my name is Amber Donald. I'm 22 years old. I am a Caribbean black woman. My dad's side is from Trinidad. My mom's side is from Barbados. I was born in Brooklyn, New York. I've I've have roots in Stone Mountain, roots in Broward County. You know I'm out here. You know what I'm saying. 
But anyways, I graduated from the University of Florida in May 2020 with my Bachelor's of Science in Health Education. And I'm just enjoying my gap years before I apply to medical school and continue to do this work to to destigmatize mental health and make sure that my people are good. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? But that's me, the host, the hostess with the mostest, period, for a go bro like Jack. So the title of this first episode is Ignition because when I'm thinking about fire and burning something up, we're going to ignite it. And I want this this episode to be a foundational episode for us so I could lay my mission and vision for this podcast, where I see it going, and who I'm trying to reach, who this is for. And so we could touch on some definitions so I make sure that you know we're all on the same page of the topics that we will be diving into. I envision this podcast becoming an interactive space for the black communities and allies. Allies are people who truly care about supporting the black community now, you know. If you care, let me know. Cash at me, you know what I'm saying? Like, let me stop. But yes, I want this podcast to be for anyone who wants to support, obviously, like that's on period. But I really hope that this could reach the younger generations, the younger black girls, the younger black boys so that we could create something powerful and bridge that gap with the older generations to talk about things that we usually don't talk about and to make sure we are being preventative and protecting our health at the end of the day. It's a baby step, but the goal is for us to heal from generational trauma. So this is going to be full of transparency and and real shite. (laughs) I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. But real stuff because it's like this is needed. This is something that we can't keep doing. We can't keep keeping things in the box and stuff. It's not good, y'all. It's not good. Now we're going to define mental health. There's a lot of definitions out there. For example, mentalhealth.gov says mental health includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act. It determines how we handle stress, relate to others, and make choices. WHO, the World Health Organization, says that mental health is more than the absence of mental disorders. It is an integral part of health. Indeed, there is no health without mental health. Mental health is determined by a range of socioeconomic, biological, and environmental factors. And just dictionary.com says mental health is a person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional well-being. For me, mental health is about protecting your peace and literally protecting your brain. I feel like if your mental health is not fit, you cannot sustain you cannot sustain anything in life. Now again, I want this to be an interactive podcast, an interactive space. So I want you to let me know what is your personal definition of mental health. Make sure y'all join the Fireside Chats on Facebook. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Instagram. Email me, blazehealthpod at gmail.com. I'm going to leave all this information in the show notes after so that you can continue to connect and continue these conversations. All right, y'all. So I'm about to hit you with some stats. Every episode, I'm going to do my best to bring you data that I feel is either alarming or I feel can help you understand just the topics that we're going through. So today I am pulling data from Mental Health America. Their website is mhanational.org. If you would like to do your own research, definitely go on their site and, and check it out. But today I'm going to be analyzing this infographic that they have made for us. So 
13.4% of America's population identifies as Black or African American. Of those, over 16% have reported having a mental illness in the past year. That is over 7 million people, which is more than the populations of Chicago, Houston, and Philadelphia combined. So for me, one, looking at this infographic, that blows my mind because you see how so many people are impacted, yet there's still this stigma. And it just is like, bro, like what is going on? Why? Two, for me, whenever I'm looking at stats, I think about the absence of people who are not even represented in those numbers. So you have to think about those people who don't have the resources to either be able to be in those numbers, whether they are alive or not, or if they decided not to, to share. Definitely think about the absence of the stats as well and how much higher that number is actually going to be. And when we're thinking about health disparities and the gap, between black communities and other communities in getting resources to protect their health, we have to think about the historical context. So black people have constantly faced adversity, which includes slavery, sharecropping, and race-based exclusion from health, educational, social, and economic resources, which translates into these socioeconomic disparities. In turn, socioeconomic status is linked to mental health. People who are impoverished, homeless, incarcerated, or have substance use problems are at a high risk for poor mental health. And despite the progress that has been made over the years, racism continues to have an impact on the mental health of the black community. So it's this never ending cycle known as the medical industrial complex, which we can definitely talk about in another episode because you know, I don't wanna get on a tangent, but it's this cyclic nature of how these institutions, how medicine and health are creating this gap to be larger and why we see this data and we see our people being left out. With that, we're about to talk about D-cubed today, y'all. Y'all probably wondering what the heck D-cubed is. Well, you made it this far and we about, we about to talk about it. So when we're talking about mental health, there's different categories. And today we're going to be talking about the disassociative disorders. And I said DQ'd because there's these three terms that I found out about that I felt really related to what I was seeing on social media and just everywhere. Like I'm feeling weird. I'm feeling detached. And the three words are disassociation, depersonalization, and derealization. All three terms have that central theme of detachment. Disassociation is a feeling like you are disconnected or detached from yourself and or your surroundings. It is a natural response to high stress situations, especially trauma, and it exists on a spectrum. When we're talking about this spectrum, like say it's mild disassociation, that can look like daydreaming or zoning out. Like say you are scrolling through your phone and like five hours have passed or something like that. But when we're thinking about that more intense disassociation, you can feel like maybe you are observing yourself from outside of your body, which is known as depersonalization, or that the world is unreal and you don't feel like reality, like what is this, which is known as derealization. Some people have dissociative disorders as their primary diagnosis, but disassociation is also associated with many other mental health conditions such as post-traumatic stress disorder, anxiety, depression, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, and borderline personality disorder. 
many people, up to 74%, will actually experience disassociation at some point in their life. So this is very common. And if you feel like this is your first time going through this, like, it's okay. Like, COVID, the pandemic, these conditions have only exasperated this experience for detachment. It's literally because of the increased stress of living in today's world. Now you're probably wondering like, okay, why the heck does disassociation happen? Like, this is weird. I'm not liking this. And it's important to note that there's many different factors and things that can cause you to disassociate. Whether it's overwhelming stress, like say you're dealing with high tensions at home, you don't have a safe space, you're trying to graduate in a pandemic, or say it's a traumatic event, or you're living with a mental health conditions. There's so many different ways on why you can possibly disassociate. And when we're thinking about biology and how our bodies work, it is a coping defense mechanism that our brains decide to do to protect us. So it's a subconscious way of coping by avoiding unpleasant and negative thoughts and feelings. So you decide to disconnect from the world so that you can alleviate the fear and anxiety that you are currently experiencing in present. This is built into human functioning. Our brains are intentionally going into defense mode to protect us from situations that may otherwise be too overwhelming. But sometimes this system disconnects us to a greater degree than it is helpful, and it makes us difficult to get through the day. And that's where you see that more intense disassociation that I was uh, talking about earlier. Now, when we are thinking about research and the potential for research surrounding COVID and disassociation, there is this connection or correlation that we can observe. In 2020, the Mental Health America's online screening program saw an increase in people taking anxiety and depression screens. And the number of people screened with moderate to severe symptoms is higher than rates prior to COVID-19. High stress and anxiety are known to trigger disassociation in some people. The loneliness and isolation that many people are feeling could be a contributor as well. You know, you're feeling trapped or that's like a common trigger. Now you're probably like, okay, what is it supposed to feel like, especially during COVID? Like, what's going on? I'm stuck in the house all day. Like, what's Gucci? What's good? And again, it's important to note that this association feels very different for different people. And hopefully these narratives that we're bringing and these examples I'm going to give can help you reflect. But it's good to just self-reflect and see how your body is reacting to the times that we're in today. It can be scary if everything suddenly feels unfamiliar or it could feel like a relief, like a, oh yes, like from all the scariness of the real world today. Because COVID has literally turned our worlds upside down and it makes it easier for disassociation to set in. It's completely normal to question if this is real life. Like today is literally unreal. Like what, like what is going on? Feeling detached from your surroundings, such as your environment, the people and objects around you, it's called derealization. The world might feel distorted. It can appear foggy, two-dimensional, cartoon-like, or colors may seem muted. Some people have also said that there's like a glass wall in between them and other people. And others describe it as a feeling like people are robots, even though they know that they're not. Now, when we're talking about depersonalization, this refers to when you feel detached from your own self. You may feel like you're watching yourself in a movie or floating above your physical body. For some people, it's like your body is on autopilot and you're going through the day without any control over what you say, do, or feel. 
It's common to feel unconnected from your body, mind, and emotions, or even physical sensations when disassociating. Now, you're probably like, okay, maybe I didn't feel it to that extreme. Maybe I felt it slightly like the mild intermediate, or maybe it's intense. I don't know. What can I do? Because I don't like this feeling. It's weird. It's strange. Disassociation is not inherently dangerous but it can be uncomfortable. If you notice that you're feeling disconnected, there are several ways to bring yourself back when it's safe to do so. The first way is grounding. That is a perfect holistic wellness technique that can help you get out of your head and reconnect back with the world around you. A popular grounding technique is to surprise one or more of your five senses. So say you dip your hands in ice cold water that's touched, Say you bite into a lemon that's taste, or say you smell something strong like essential oils or orange peel. I know for me, if I'm ever experiencing the derealization, my diffuser definitely helps me like with my senses and getting back uh, during my nighttime routine. Like it, I just love it. Lavender, lavender period, peppermint. You know, if you got a favorite essential oil, let me know. <laughs> I love them. Another way that you can deal with disassociation is to talk to someone. Whether it is a sibling, a mentor, family, friends, talk to someone who loves you, who can validate the experience that you're going through. Because the truth of the matter is that they're experiencing life during COVID just like you. And you do not have to disclose your disassociation experience to them if you don't want to. But just that mere step of talking to someone about what's what's happening and them being able to validate that for you, like, yes, this is real life, yes, this is surreal, can help ground you back to be like, okay, I'm not alone in this. Another way is to add routine in your life, which is definitely easier said than done. But if you can anchor your life with certain time rituals, whether it's like daytime or nighttime, and you do the same thing that day, or whether you dedicate a certain amount of time of the day just to do something that brings you joy, that can go a long way and it can help keep you balanced and not feel so detached. Another great way is to get outside every day if you can, because getting outside, having that fresh air, the sun hit and all of that, granted, depending on where you're living, if you know the sun's not hitting like that, just the fact that you're getting up out of your bed and going outside can help give you that sense that the world is bigger than just this COVID time we're in and this bubble that we're living in, this COVID bubble. So definitely do that. I know for me personally, I just started biking again and it's been so much fun for me to go outside. Like whether I'm seeing the, the leaves falling, you know, that random iguana, whatever it is, it definitely helps me uh, feel better. Cause it was so fun of like my childhood. Cause remember when you was a jit and you was just going about biking with other people in the neighborhood, causing mischief, you know, misfits out here in these streets. like. It helped remind me about that and just make me happy. So definitely check out those techniques if you feel like you're going through this detachment. Now, at the end of the day, if nothing is helping, if, if you feel out of it for a while and it's getting to this point where you feel like it could be a symptom of another mental health condition, definitely take a screening test at mhascreening.org and talk to a doctor, therapist, or mental health professional if you have access to that. I'll be sure to also link some free mental health resources 
um, in the show notes as well as all of my social media pages. But connect to someone and talk to someone. If you're feeling completely disconnected and unsure of where you are, who you are, if you're feeling safe, seek emergency help. Call a doctor, call 911, or go to your local emergency room. If you feel like you know someone who is going through this, definitely help out too and help them become grounded. Because again, it's okay to feel out of it for a while, but if it's getting a little too, seek that help. Like at the end of the day, you want to seek that help so that you can come back and feel grounded in reality. Now we're going to go ahead and transition into our guest speaker. I'm very excited for this segment just to have a conversation about these terms and see how we're coping with it. So get ready for for the guest speaker. Hey guys, it's Drew Donalds. I'm 16 years old. I'm a future dermatologist and I'm an anime enthusiast and period. You already know y'all, we got our first guest of the Blaze Health podcast drew donald hey guys it's a pleasure to be here okay (laughs) this is very exciting um drew i'm very honored for you to be my first guest on this podcast not only because you're my little sister but i feel like you're going to be able to bring a very fresh and unique perspective considering like you know you are younger and you're just going through things that young people go through Mm -hmm. not only like you know finishing high school through a pandemic but just dealing with a lot of things not only related to your black identity but just like who drew is you know so Mm -hmm. thank you for being here no problem you know we got the settings this is a nice little studio right yeah real nice real nice grammy right you know the grammy (laughs) (laughs) and you know we got the nice little like fire in the back like we're at a like a you know a nice little campfire bonfire with our hot cocoa you know you the you the the, the crackling. Okay, great. That's For this great. podcast, I was talking about these three terms that start with D. So I, I was like, D cubed. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, I decided to talk about these terms because I feel like the, there were elements that I saw not only on social media, but in my, in mm-hmm. my networks where I saw people feeling detached from reality. Yeah. And I think it's because, like, you know, with the pandemic, we've had a lot of time to just sit and like just be not active as much or like maybe some people are scared of being in their thoughts or like we're seeing a lot of things in the media that's just like yeah yeah like this is real life so that's kind of what we're talking about today and i'm just gonna remind you again of the definitions just like you know to give you Mm -hmm. um some foundations so let me just go ahead and read it so the first word is disassociation and that is basically a feeling that you are disconnected or detached from yourself and your surroundings. Now, there can be different ways this shows up. A natural response can be like, you know, to high stress situations like trauma. Um, And again, it's important to know that this exists on a spectrum. There can be mild disassociation where it could look like you're daydreaming or zoning out. You know, that kind of happens sometimes, especially on Zoom University, you know. But then it's important to note that there could be intense disassociation disorders where one, you may feel like you're observing yourself outside of your body, which is known as depersonalization, or you feel like the world is unreal and you feel detached to what's going on in the world, which is called derealization. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just wanted to ground you with those foundational terms um, before we start our conversation. So how does that sound? Sounds great, thanks, Sounds good. thanks for that. Okay, lit. My first question for you today, Drew, is how are you really doing today? What are you feeling? Well, today was 
Today was a pretty okay day. Like, most of the time, I've been having pretty off days because, like, I don't know, it's just the energy and, like, just haven't really been feeling it, plus school and all that. But today has been, like, an alright day, you know, didn't have to go to work, took a nap, doing homework, so kind of typical, but I've been alright. Right, and I I know you said how you've been feeling a little off lately, so yeah. would you like to expand on that a little bit? To be honest, when I think about it, like, I haven't been as sad as I've ever been than I have been during this pandemic. Right. Like, even, like, at the, start of, at the start of the pandemic, I wasn't like this, but, like, November after that, it hit, and I was mm-hmm. like, whoa. Yeah. And I could sense my body and my mind was just changing. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, you feel like some days you wake up and you're just, like, sad, and you're yep. like, what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, thanks for sharing. I could definitely relate to that. Like, the pandemic has put me through this whirlwind of emotions where, mm-hmm. like, some days I'm like, what? Like, very weird. So thank you for, you know, being transparent and sharing your feelings with us right now. So thank you. How have you been able to ground yourself since the pandemic started? To be honest, my coping mechanisms haven't really changed that much. I still have this, like, I don't really let things get to me. Like, I kind of put a certain amount of energy that I think a certain situation or something deserves, and then what I get out of that is practically what I expected. So I kind of just have this get over it type attitude, but that's just personally me. Like, I don't really let things affect me as much. Like, I just never did. So, yeah. Okay, and what would you say, like, with your, like, you know, kind of get over this attitude, like, are there certain techniques that you use or certain activities you like to do that help you with that? I just either go play a game. Game. I talk to somebody, Mm -hmm. like, that's not about what I'm dealing with, just, like, about something else, like Mm -hmm. a different topic that we have in common. I watch anime. I... Sleep, like, just anything to get my mind off of that in that split second. Right. And I know you mentioned um, you're playing games, so is that something you play, like, with friends to stay connected with, or is it, like, just by yourself? Honestly, I'm an introvert. I could do almost anything by myself. Mm. But, of course, having friends to be there with you enhances the experience. But majority of the time, I'm playing by myself. But when I do play with friends, it's still pretty fun. Gotcha, that's cool. And what are some of those games... I play Roblox. I play Fortnite. Your per, um, Among Us. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm pr- I'm trying to get into more games. Yeah, I'm trying to build a PC. Per okay, build a PC. <laughs> that's lit. Okay, you smart. Okay, that's really cool. Thank you for that. Have you felt like you needed to have a space where you do address when you're feeling a certain type of way? Like, do you maybe journal or do you have like? just a space for you to release those thoughts or do you let it build up? I feel like my own mind is my journal. Like mm-hmm. I feel like for some people they have to express it on paper for like so they journal, but mm-hmm. for me I could just express it in my own mind mm-hmm. and like help myself out. Okay. That's I don't really have to get at like get rid of it at a physical way. Okay, that's that's lit. Okay. I definitely be like journalist and stuff sometimes. Or like for me it's definitely music. Like Yeah. Music Put that music in. Don't care. Next. I don't really listen to music, to be honest. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Except for, you know, anime openings. and cl- <laughs> Okay, y'all. All right. Thank you so far. So, the next question. What are your favorite ways to protect your mental health? Blog, delete, and buy. 
That's what I say. If you aren't worth my time, then bye. Period. Because I'm my own self. Who are you to bring me down in my own life? Right. Like, you yeah. have no power. That is beautiful. I love how you're already thinking about that at such a young age. Because I feel like even when I was that young, I was like still going through stuff mm -hmm. but like your level of self-awareness is so high so yeah. that's really good i feel good. like just in a couple of years like the attitudes and like the energy just changed mm -hmm. like even though we're practically in the same generation it's still kind of like picking people from different groups yeah so it's kind of just really cool and like weird in the same time yeah i i definitely agree have you experienced disassociation derealization or depersonalization ever in your life and if so do you remember when it was and can you describe how it maybe felt like for you when i first thought about this question i was just like initially no but like when i really sat down and thought about it i have experienced disrealization mm -hmm. and and disassociation kind of just when you're sitting there you don't really have anything to do so your mind just tracks mm -hmm. and it's kind of when I'm in public places because again I am an introvert so like I kind of stay out of public places but what I am and I'm by myself my mind just kind of wonders and then like my brain starts questioning things mm -hmm. I'm just like whoa what is happening yeah I feel you I think for me when I first heard these terms I was like eh, I don't know but the derealization really hit for me because especially since the pandemic, I have a lot of moments where I'm like, what the heck? Is this the yeah. world? Like, when are the aliens coming? Can we go to Pluto? Like, right. this is so weird. And like, I want to say it's to the point of like out of body, like depersonalization, but like with the derealization, I've had moments where I have felt detached mm -hmm. from my surroundings. And like, I do still find ways to ground myself and bring myself back, you know? Mm -hmm. But yeah, thank you for sharing that because I think that is definitely maybe something common a lot of us have been going through since the pandemic. Most definitely. Right. And it's like, it's also important to note that even before the pandemic, there's people who experience this on a, a spectrum that may be higher than us or maybe lower than us. Yep. But it's all about like being able to speak on your experiences and reflect. I just wanted to also touch on maybe a couple of current events that have been happening that may have led us to mm -hmm. deal with these disassociation terms. Uh, especially as black people. So um, the first event I want to hit on is all of the police brutality we have been seeing perpetuated and shown visually in the media and, and social media. Um, and yeah, just speaking on your perspective of being in New York during the time of the protest and how you feel about it. Well, personally, like for the protests that were happening when we were in New York, it just felt very empowering. Like I remember, I personally wasn't there to see it the first time, but I just see it the second. But I remember like getting a video from mom and I was just like, whoa, this is a movement. This mm -hmm. is happening. Mm -hmm. And I just honestly felt proud that like we could come together, even though I physically wasn't there, still like the community could come together and march. Yeah. And yeah. it just... It kind of felt like, whoa. Yeah. And what are your thoughts on just the police brutality aspect of just why we are marching and what's happening to our brothers and sisters out there? Honestly, I just feel like we're being targeted, mm -hmm. to be honest. Like, if you can physically look at what's happening, how can you not just be like, there's something going wrong? Like, right. this, there's something wrong with this. Right. 
Like, I know people counteract it being like, but this, but this. You still have to physically see that this is a problem Mm -hmm. and we should come together. Like, if we really want to be united, we should come together to end this and not let this keep on going on and making up excuses. Yeah, nice. And what did you feel about the family discussions we had? Remember, we were kind of like... I don't want to say arguing, but we were having mm-hmm. huge conversation because not only was it happening like right near us, like they were talking about the Target getting looted near us, but like, what'd you feel about that conversation and looking at just like generations, how we may clash in how mm-hmm. we think and things like that? Because I know you were quiet during that time and I was very like crying, tears down my face, like very passionate and like emotional. But yeah, what were your thoughts during that time? I was just like, it's crazy how you can see all these different opinions come together but like i don't know if you notice it they still have the same like point driving their argument it may like be coming from different point of views and all that it still has the same underlying factor like a lot of it came from like a lot of people's opinions came from fear and like wanting to still go with the status quo and not really face Mm kind of work behind the current Mm -hmm. you know yeah so, like, it was just crazy to see all the different opinions come together and clash. Yeah. Because it was yeah. needed. Yeah, it was, it was needed. I think it started, like, this... I don't know how to describe it, but I felt really good after it. It felt like a, it opened up a new leaf for yeah. the household. Because we yeah. haven't really talked like that Yeah, it was all. pretty interesting, yeah. Thank you for your thoughts, for sure. Um, okay, so another thing. You know, it was a new year. Mm-hmm. People are like... 2021, new year, new me. And now we see this attack on the Capitol. What did you think about the terrorism that happened, you know, and how either the media portrayed or how the world reacted to it? Like, oh, this isn't even that serious. Like, what did you think about that? The word that popped into my head was hypocrites. Mm -hmm. Hypocrites. Because you take this group of people fighting against oppression, right? Then you go to this group of people attacking the Capitol just out of whim. Like, of course they had something driving it, but what were they really fighting for? White supremacy. What were they really fighting for? And of course, President egging them on, and Mm -hmm. then as soon as it became bigger than it was, he's gonna back down. Yeah. He's gonna back down. And most of the people, like, storming the Capitol were the people fighting against Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, you're doing the same thing, but for what reason? White supremacy. Yeah, that was pretty wild. I think, like, just those two events, those two events combined, and, like, Mm -hmm. seeing how people have reacted to it, and, like, just how wild it is, like, I definitely Mm -hmm. was detached from it all. Like, I definitely have went through my detachment phases, but, like, I'm like, what is this? This is not real life. Like, one was a protest and one was <laughs> actually a riot. Yeah, one with, one stood for white supremacy and one yes. stood for justice. And it's some dude out here looking like Spider Man and doing all this all this stuff. And I saw a TikTok said, video of a woman crying because she got like attacked. I was like, well, you hit a police exactly. officer when you were going into the Capitol, exactly. which you weren't supposed to do. Yeah. <sighs> Okay. Not a protest or peaceful. Yeah, that was very wild for me. And then um, last thing I want to touch on is just uh, the passing of Cicely Tyson. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what your relation is to her, whether like you know you know about her, but I wanted to hear your thoughts on her passing, her legacy, and just just certain figures that 
have been like passing away since the pandemic like what are your thoughts on it i just remembered in elementary school when i had to portray her and do like a whole assignment on her i was just like whoa you're really living in this life with people then you get that alert somebody died and you're just like it hits you you're like yeah wow people just be going out this earth yeah like crazy pretty wild i'll probably say it for the next podcast episode but just the idea of death and like understanding it coping with it like it's very weird Mm -hmm. i think we can definitely tend to detach ourselves like i know like people always talk about how like you know the death the the death of kobe and his daughter has been Mm -hmm. the start of this like you know like it was that and then whether you're also dealing with death within like you know your communities and things like that it could be hard it could be hard not to go numb Mm -hmm. so and the fact of speaking on just Cicely Tyson's legacy and stuff, just as a black woman and all she's done for us, it's just weird seeing seeing her go because it's yeah. like it's you wouldn't very expect weird. that, like you just wouldn't. popping up on your phone and being like, "Well, yeah, it's very weird." And the freakiest thing for me was how, like, you know, mom, she literally bought the book like three yes. weeks ago, and it shipped today. Yeah, and I'm like, what? Everything just feels so coincidental. Yeah, it's so weird and like. It shows, too, I feel like the power in words and stories and storytelling because it's like at least she got to get that out there and people Mm -hmm. can read about it, Um, you know. So I think it was definitely celebrated and her legacy will live on. But, yeah, thanks for engaging with me. I think it it even just shows how even with, like, the media and all the stuff we're constantly seeing, how sometimes it can cause us to disassociate, it cannot. Um, but it, it is a a outlet for Mm -hmm. like, you know, showing these things. So, all right. So we are on to our last question. I just want to know what are your thoughts on therapy? I think therapy is a great outlet. Like, I don't think everybody needs it because everybody has their own ways to express themselves, cope and all that. But most definitely, if you think that it could be best for you, I think you should totally take it because therapy isn't one thing. Like, you don't have to physically talk to a counselor. Therapy can be yoga. Therapy mm-hmm. can be watching something. Therapy could be your own way mm-hmm. of just dealing with your issues. And mm-hmm. I think therapy is 100. Yeah, that's lit. Again, like, I think it's so dope that you're already so receptive to it because you know how there's such, that huge stigma within our community about seeking therapy, what yeah. therapy is, or just getting help and honoring your mental health. So I think mm-hmm. it's great that you're already seeing it in such a, a beautiful way. Do you feel like therapy in terms of when we're talking about going to a professional, like paying money for uh, a professional to like, you know, talk through your problems, whether it's through motivational interviewing or other holistic wellness approaches, like, would you say, do you view it, view it as like an outlet for like preventative health? Like, it could be something that can help you prevent something more serious down the line? Yeah, I do. Because for a lot of people, like, this is, like, I like to observe people. And I think a lot of people just let things bottle up, bottle up. And then all eventually it's going to come out yeah. and be this big thing. So I yeah. think if you're talking through somebody, like, it can prevent, like, a future event to happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah, great. And I love how you named how there could be definitely, like, you know, other outlets for you to seek therapy Mm -hmm. because we can speak on the inaccessibility of therapy, how, like, it's so expensive for even, like, three Mm -hmm. sessions, you know? And, like, 
for our people who really need it, we need more outlets on how we can reach that, you know? So, yeah. yeah. I want to thank you again for being no my problem. first guest. <laughs> and that's it, y'all. This is the Blaze Health Podcast. This is Drew Donald. I know I had mentioned grounding techniques as a way for you to feel connected to reality again. So I'm definitely going to engage y'all with and present y'all with two grounding techniques that personally helped me and I hope that it can help you. So every podcast episode, I am going to be reading off a card from the We're Not Really Strangers self-reflection pack. So We're Not Really Strangers is this company that produces these card games and cards so that you can create more meaningful connections in your everyday life. And I have the self-reflection pack. Self-awareness starts with self-reflection because, again, journaling could be a great way for you to come back and, and just ground yourself and, like, validate what you're going through. So every podcast episode, I'm going to pull a card, and I want you to take the time to listen to the question and respond to it. I'm going to read their little instructions that they have with this. They said to play, find a comfortable place to reflect and open up. The questions are going to be asked in any order. I'm just going to pull from the deck, y'all. And select a card and either record your responses or write them out as journal prompts. Date your answers and observe as they may change over time. It's okay if you're not able to answer these questions right away. Feel free to simply ask yourself these questions and allow the answers to find you. Understanding ourselves and owning who we are is one of the most powerful things we could do for ourselves and the people in our lives. Ready? You ready? <laughs> you ready? Cool. Hi, right, so I'm pulling. So I'm pulling from the first deck. It's these cute little metallic cards. Self-reflection edition. We're not really strangers. The first question, y'all. Can I get a drum roll, please? What have my past relationships taught me about myself? Good and bad. So, you know, reflect on that. I'm going to be going on this this journal journey with y'all too. So reflect on that, period. One of my favorite techniques is just diving into the world of music. You know, I am a DJ on the side, DJ Amber, period. I love all types of music. I just listen to it and it helps me just ground myself. So I wanted to just share one of my passions with you. And I hope to keep this sustainable with every podcast episode. I'm just going to introduce like a little, a little tiny little mix that I, that I was working on. Uh, right now I'm going for some Neo Soul vibes. Shout out to Nikki who won the first ever Blaze Health podcast giveaway. Uh, I'm making a, a Neo Soul mix for her. So I wanted to just give you a little taste of the two songs that have been vibing in my head. And hopefully this can also... Just help you, because if you love music, you know, you might enjoy it a little bit or some, you know, let me know. But enjoy it, y'all. Enjoy it. Let me know what you think. Hey, no, it's your favorite DJ, DJ Ambra, on the ones and twos. DJ Ambra. I'm coming home to you. Something see through So I can see your heart Oh, night can never come Soon enough for me I watch the sky all day Night is 
up our first episode y'all thank y'all again for listening definitely connect with me email is blazehealthpod at gmail.com if there's any topics you want to bring up email me shoot me an email and we can make it happen baby if you want to be a guest speaker also email me and let me know what's good you know what i'm talking about and also i'm on social media again facebook blaze health podcast there is also a fireside chat for you to join a private group chat for us to continue these conversations beyond the podcast because that's what it's about it's about building community and being vulnerable and transparent with each other as we heal in life and through our issues so that's facebook on instagram is blaze.health and on twitter it's at blaze health pod so hit me up y'all thank you again for the support and that's on period and until next time you already know what's good it's amber amber donald dj amber aka the best you already know period and that's it thank y'all for tuning in deuces